Learning that Chavdalad Amin Beis, we're picking up the bottom of Chavdalad Amin Aleph. Vam Rabbi Chanin, Rabbi Chanin said, "Ani Raisi Es Rabbi, I saw Rabbi Danasi when he was davening Shmonasrei Shigihek, and he burped in the middle of Shmonasrei. Vepiak and he yawned, and he satish, and he passed gas, Barak, and he spat, v'memishmesh bebugado, and he was touching his beggar." Rashi says to remove a louse that was biting him. Taisa says it means. He was adjusting his baggage. His baggage was coming loose, was falling off, and he sort of pulled it into its place. But he would not put on the baggage completely. If the baggage fell off him, if his talus fell off, he wouldn't pick it up and put it on in the middle of Shmanasri. That would be too much of a disruption. Now, when he would yawn, he would put his hand on his chin. In other words, he would cover his mouth. That was a respectful way to, to yawn. So in this is the because it says in the Brisa, when a person makes his voice heard during Shmanasri, he happens in an audible tone. He's like a person that has very little amuna. In other words, the Kaddish Baruch Hu hears his tefillah even when he says it quietly. Why does he need to say it out loud? When if he actually raises his voice, he screams, he yells in his tefillah. He's like from the Neviyashaka, the Neviyashaka, the false prophets would scream out. When a person burps and yawns during Shemonah that's a person who's acting haughtily. A person passes gas during the Shemonah it's a bad sign. It's, it's apparent that he's mechur, meaning his body is dirty, he's got dirty uh, excrement inside of his system. When a person spits during Shemonah it's like he's spitting before a king. When he's standing Shemonah standing before the king. So now, how could Rebbe have done the things that the Braisa says not to do? So we can understand how Rebbe was Megahik, how he burped and he yawned. Like, that's not so sure. Because Khan Lo'ainsay, Khan Lo'ainsay, here by Rebbe, it was Lo'ainsay. He had to burp, he had to yawn, it was an Ainus. And the Braisa that says that when a person does these things, it's Gasus that's when he does it there, it's Ainus. He brings himself to burp and brings himself to yawn. But passing gas, we said, that it's a simen ra. So how could Rabbi do that? In other words, how could it happen? How could it be a simen ra for Rabbi? So the Gemara says, "Misatish and misatish, nami lekasha." It's also not fair in that because there's two kinds of vitush: kamilamala, kamilamata. What Rabbi did was milamala was the above. In other words, it wasn't passing gas. Misatish in Rabbi's case meant that he sneezed. Rabbi sneezed in Shmonasri. And the brayso that says when a person is misatish, it's a simen ra. That's milamata. That's below, meaning that's passing gas. So passing gas in the middle of Shmonasri is a simen ra. It's a sign that his body is dirty. Sneezing is a good sign. The following thing says, It was absorbed by me. Now that I picked it up, and the base medicine, and it weighs for me, it's worth for me, like all my learning. The Chiddush, it's worth everything. What's the Chiddush that I learned? When a person sneezes during his Simon Yafalo, it's a good sign. Why is it a Simon Yafa? Because just like they're doing they're making them feel good down here, right? When a person sneezes, it feels great. It's a it's a relief. So the same way he's got this great, great sense of relief here. They're doing the same thing up in Shemayim. They're hearing, they're answering his feelings. But that which Rabbi spat and the Brayshis is not this, but that's fair. Why is Rabbi spitting in It's like he's spitting before the king. So the Gemara says, Raka, Raka, Nami, Lakasha, that's also not Shver. Because Avshir could Rabbi Yudah, because you can do like Rabbi Yudah said to do. Rabbi Yudah says, if a person is standing from an Avshir, and he happens to have Raik in his mouth, he's got to do something with it. So Mavlio, Betaliso, 
he could get it absorbed in his talus, meaning spit it into his talus. Let it be absorbed by the talus. Don't spit on the floor into the talus. Just discreetly. Vim talus now, if it's a nice talus, he doesn't want a dirtiest talus. So then you could spit it into his farkasutai, uh, it's like his undergarment. Or it's the ends that are hanging down from his turban wrapped around his head. Ravina was standing behind Ravashi. And he's down on the right, and he had a right in his mouth, he had to spit it. He spat it behind him. He turned around and spat behind him. said to him, Don't you hold what Rav Yudah said that you should be mahliyad into your uh, undergarment? Amr said, Well, Anna, Anina Datai, I am an, uh, uh, an istinist. I'm a, I'm a very particular person, and I couldn't bring myself to do that. So I did this instead. Okay, then the Braissa said, When a person makes his voice heard in an audible tone during Shmanasri, he doesn't have all that much amuna. So Amravun Ravuna said, They didn't say that. They didn't teach that. Only when he could have kavana quietly, meaning he could have kavana davening quietly. There's no need to daven loud. It's a chisarin in amuna. But what if a person is unable to have proper kavana daven quietly? He needs the daven in an audible tone, pashat to have kavana. But that's only if he's davening by himself. He's davening, but there's other people around. You're going to be naturally going to disturb the tzibur. So even though you need to do it to enhance your own kavana, you're not allowed to enhance your own kavana at the expense of everybody else's. So it's awesome. The Gemara says, Amais Rabbi Abu was avoiding Rabbi Yehuda. Why was Rabbi Abu avoiding Rabbi Yehuda? The basic clarity is Rabbi Abu wanted to go up to Eretz Yisrael. So why is he avoiding Rabbi Yehuda? Because Rabbi Yehuda would say, Whoever goes up from Babel to Eretz Yisrael, The Pasuk says, They're going to be brought to Babel. And they're going to remain there. Until the day that I remember them and I bring them back. So there's a mitzvah, so to speak, to remain in Bavil until Hashem takes us back. So he didn't want Rabbi Yudu to see him, because Rabbi Yudu would not approve he's going up to Eretz Amar. But he said, I'm going to go, I'm going to hear something from Rabbi Yehuda, you know, from outside the window, where they're meeting, where the Chachamim are meeting, I have to hear something, one last teaching of Rabbi Yehuda, and then I'm going to go up to Eretz So Azli went, they sit outside, and he found the Tana of the base Medrash, the Katani Kamech of He was saying over in front of Yehuda the following Brisa. And he passes gas. So he should wait until the Ruach, till the smell passes. And then he goes back and he continues to daven where he left off. And some say, if a person is standing and he felt the need to pass gas, so he should distance himself, he should step backwards for Amos, Umis Atesh, and there he can pass gas. Umamtin and he waits there until the smell passes. He goes back and he dies. And then he says, since he anyway moved away and he interrupted this tefillah, he says the following thing. You created us with holes, with hollow parts in our body. It is revealed, it is known before you, our disgrace and our shame, in our lifetime and after our death, right, the worms will consume us. And then he begins, in other words, he continues davening from where he left off. 
So Amrlay, so uh, Rabbi Abba said to him, to the Tana who was saying this over, had he only come to hear this, it would be worth it. Meaning it was such a beautiful teaching. Tana Rabban in the Brisa says, a person is sleeping in his talus, he's uh, covered by his talus, he's undressed. He can't stick his head out from the talus because it's too cold. He can't bear the cold. So, so he's chaytes with the talus in his neck, meaning he pulls down the talus to his neck. And what he's trying to do is he's trying to make a separation between his eyes and his erva. Because the halacha is that when your eyes see the erva, they're not allowed to say kuyashma. So he's going to be mastic between his eyes and his erva. And then kuyashma, then kuyashma. Some say it's not enough to be mafsik between his eyes and the erva, Ali has got to pull down the talus onto his heart because he wants to be mafsik between his heart and the erva. The Tanakama, no. I, the Tanakama, says pull the talus down to his neck. Doesn't his heart see the erva? Yeah, because the Tanakama holds it's all right for his heart to see the erva. As long as his eyes can't see the erva, his heart could see the erva. If a person is walking through a dirty mavi, he's walking through a street, and there's so there's excrement there. He can cover his hand over his mouth, he could read Kuyashma. So it's sufficient to cover your mouth, you don't have to stop saying Kuyashma. Amrlia said, it's of a he's swearing in the name of Hashem. Imam would have said this to me with his own mouth. I wouldn't listen to him. I wouldn't accept it. Of course, you're not allowed to read Kriyashma in a Mavi Matinif in a dirty street. Even if you cover your mouth, it doesn't help. Some say that it happened a little bit differently. said this in the name of Rabbi Shobalevi. If a person's walking down a dirty road, he covers his hand over his mouth, and Rav Chizda said to Rabbi Hanan, I swear in the name of Hashem, if he would have told it to me himself, if he his own mouth, I wouldn't listen to it. Okay, so now according to the first version, Rav Huna said this over. So the Gemara says, Umi Amr Rav Huna, could Rav Huna have said this? Rav Huna, Rav Huna said, Tamachacham is not allowed to stand in a dirty place. Why can't the Tamachacham stand in a dirty place? Because the Tamachacham, he can't stand without his mind thinking thoughts of Tyra. Right? He's going to be Maharha Tyra. And in a Mavi HaMetunav, he's not allowed to be Maharha Tyra. Now, what's the Kasha? If Rav Huna said, what uh, he allegedly said in the name of Yechon, it's no problem. Just cover your mouth with your hand, and then it's all right. So the Gemara says, That which Rav Huna said, is not allowed to stand in the Makam is when he's standing still. When he's standing still, it doesn't work to cover his mouth with his hands. What Rav Huna said in the name of Yechon, that if you're walking through, you can cover your mouth with your hand and say, well, that's that when you're walking through. Alright. In every place it's a mutter to think except we're in a bathhouse and in a basic kisi, a bathroom. So you're not allowed to be Mahara there. Now if you're gonna say also here too, Again, you're gonna say the same tarots. When you're standing there in the base of Merchat and the basic kisi, it's Asur to say Kyashma. 
But when you're walking through, it's okay as long as you cover your mouth. But when was walking behind was reading When he came to a dirty street, stopped saying He didn't just cover his mouth, he stopped altogether. And then after he got through he said where do I go back to? Meaning, do I have to go back? To the beginning of Kriyashma, or do we have to, or is it enough to go back to where I left off? Amr Leir Yechan told him, "Even if you stopped, the amount of time it would take to finish the whole Kriyashma, Chazalos go back to the beginning. Otherwise, you just go back where you left off." So doesn't it sound like Rabbi Yechan agrees that he had to stop? So the Gemara says, "No, Hachikamrali. This is what Rabbi Yechan was telling Rabbi Yavol. He was telling him that he like severely. I don't hold that you even needed to stop. I hold." That you could have continued, just cover your mouth and continue. Well, but according to you, you apparently hold that you're not allowed to read Kriyashima walking through such a place. You have to stop. So, according to you, you have to stop. If you waited as long as it would take to finish the Kriyashima, let's go back to the beginning. The Maestro Gemara says, if a Brisa that supports Sifuna, and in other words, that it's okay to cover your hand and say Kriyashma while you're walking through, and there's a Bryson that supports Sevchizda, then it's not okay. Tiny Gibbas, the Jeff Huna, is a Bryson, like a Huna, Hamalachim, who was in the office, he's walking through a dirty place. Minyachadu, I'll be put your hand over your mouth, be Kriyashma, and read Kriyashma, it's okay. Tiny Gibbas, the Jeff Huna, and then there's a Bryson, like a Chizda, Yamalachim, who was in the office, he's walking through a dirty road, lo yiku Kriyashma, he mustn't read Kriyashma. Well, not only that, Elashim, Hayakare, Uva, if he was reading Kriyashma from before, when he came there, probably say he has to stop. So certainly don't start Kriyashima. And even if you're already in the middle of Kriyashima, stop. What if he doesn't stop? Also, I gave them I gave them laws that are no good. And that they're not going to live with them. Meaning, I gave them Taira, I gave them Kriyashima, but it's not going to do them any good if they read them in the place where they're not allowed to. Rabbi Asiyamar, we say the Pasuk, Hoi, woe to the people, they pull on themselves sin with ropes of vain, in other words, for no good reason. He's reading Kriyashima in a bad place. Oh, wow, that's terrible. They would say the following Pasuk, he's disgracing the Dvar Hashem by reading the Pasuk of Kriyashima in such a place, it's a bizarre. What if he stops? And he stops reading the music of Kriyashma when he's walking through Amr Yavavo. Allah Kasavaimrah him, the Pasak says, for this thing, that you respect the words of Tyra of Kriyashma Sach, Tarukhyamim, you'll live a long life.